to Never Break Kayfabe. Your name is... Michael Davis. Your name is... Rick Davis. And once again, it is our time to spend some time to talk about the world of sports entertainment and professional wrestling. But today, I I want I want to do it a different way today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast. Once again, the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Do you have a unique voice? Uh, yes. Do you have a story that you want the world to hear? Maybe. Do you want to have a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and all of the major podcasting forums? That sounds sweet. Then Anchor FM is the service for you. And you want to know the best part, Big Rick? What's up with that? It's free. Whoa. That's right, friends. This will be an episode of the Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast as we look at the world that we live in through the spectrum that is sports entertainment. Big Rick, I want you for a moment to talk about some of the things that exist in AEW wrestling that sets them apart from any other sports entertainment professional wrestling company. Um, they are. They don't have any side belt. They don't. One. They don't have a side belt. They, they don't have a mid card title. No. <laughs> yeah. Just this: the tag team women's and main title. They have. Um, their their second women's champion is a transgender woman. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Yes. They have time limits. What? They have time limits. Let's hold on to that hold idea. On to that. They keep holding on to that. What else? What I, else? I love that they they are very tag team focused. Yes, I was going to get to that. I was going to say they got a lot of like factions and tag teams. Yes. And one of the things that I like, they, they have created their rule spectrum around uh, tag team wrestling. For an example, the M- WWE, NWA, uh, Impact, you make a tag, you got five seconds to get out of the ring. And in, in AEW, ten seconds. So more time to do tag team collective moves. It's it's very structured for tag team wrestling. But you you nailed it. And what I wanted to talk to you about today is a time limit draw. Once upon a time, especially within the history of the NWA, the time limit draw was a very crucial part of world title defenses. Uh, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion would come to town. They'd have an hour-long match with the territory's top guy. The territory's top guy hits their finisher with 10 seconds left. They stumble over and get a pin. One, two, ding, 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 three. Their promotional guy looks like a million dollars. And the World Heavyweight Champion leaves with the belt. There, There is a crucial crucial part of storytelling that is enhanced that's uh, that's built up with a time limit draw and there 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 are no time limits in the WWE the last 
the last time I remember a match going to a time limit draw in the WWE. An Iron Man match? It was a match between John Cena and Shawn Michaels on Monday Night Raw. That went a legitimate hour. It went through the whole opening segment of Monday Night Raw and ended in a one-hour Broadway finish between John Cena and Shawn Michaels. Now, I just said the names of the people in that match. Are either of them active in the WWE right now? No, not really. Yeah. So, there, there, is, some, there is some suspense and like that can be built up with time limit draw. You know, one of the times that I've seen a time limit draw used successfully and really put somebody over the top was the first Clash of the Champions, the main event, Ric Flair versus Sting, 45-minute time limit. Sting goes the time limit with Flair, and that made Sting. Flair kept the belt, and they made Sting. So there, there's a lot of crucial storytelling that goes along really well with the concept of a time limit draw. I I want to talk to you very specifically about the time limit draw, and I want to talk to you about it in the relationship of Tully Blanchard. Uh, Big Rick, explain to the uh, few listeners out there, who is Tully Blanchard? Tully Blanchard is a a core original member of the Four Horsemen. He is one of the fathers of Tessa Blanchard. He, okay, yes, that phrasing was absolutely correct, and Tully is her birth father. Okay. Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yes. Yes. Because his name is Tully Blanchard, and her name is Tessa Blanchard, and her name's not Tessa Allen, okay. who is what, which is Magnum TA's real last name. Cool. Okay. Tessa Blanchard's dad. Yes. Mm, uh, tag? No, not tag team. Which which belts was which which tag were, team tag team belts? He, he was a tag team belt with Arn Anderson. Uh, he held the United States title. Great, great, big, huge feud with Magnum TA over the United States title. Um, multiple-time television champion, which we will talk about in a moment. He totally held every belt except. The main He held every belt in the NWA except the main belt. He held the United States title, national title, television title. They, he tag team titles. I don't think it was ever the United States tag team champion. But he... But yeah. So that's Tully. Tully Blanchard is also currently the manager of Sean Spears in AEW Wrestling. Yes. Yes. But I want to talk about Tully Blanchard's television title reign because it it is a uh, focus on what it means to outlast something. Tully Blanchard used to cut promos. Now the television title only ever had a 15-minute time limit. And he literally had this challenge out. I And he, he proposed it at this. For you to be the world television champion, you have to beat me. I do not have to beat you. I just have to outlast you. So he had a $1,000 challenge 
that anyone who could beat him in 15 minutes would win the the television title and if they didn't beat him he got a thousand bucks so he it was his whole philosophy I don't have to beat you you have to beat me so let me let me get let me pick your brain a little bit there big Rick if you have that pressure that you have 15 minutes to accomplish something how much more pressure does that put on you Oh, I feel like it's a lot because the way that he phrased it, like, he just has to outlast me. It puts all the pressure on me as the challenger to defeat him so that he doesn't outlast me. Yes. I have to put more effort and more force into what I'm going to do yes. so that I can beat him. There's more pressure on you because you have to accomplish something. The only thing that Tully Blanchard has to do is survive and to keep going. Let me ask you a question. When you deal with with something that's timed, a timed test, a timed uh, situation, like running laps, tr- okay. trying to beat a time, how do you feel in that situation? Oh, it, it really depends. It depends on what it is I'm being timed at. I'm I mean, it. I guess it's more, especially with AP tests, it's more kind of, like, stressful because I have to, like, figure out, like, right when it starts, like, how I'm going to t- space out everything and, like, schedulize everything in the amount of time that I have so I can finish it. Yes. So there's pressure on you. Yes. Sometimes do you make mistakes if you feel pressured? Oh, most likely the majority of the time. If the pressure's on you, it's it's there's a potential for people to overthink things, to overwork things. And within that overthinking, overworking, that pressure can get to an individual and they can make mistakes. They can make crucial mistakes. And that's what Tolly Blanchard was banking on. It was to get in people's heads so badly that you only have this much time to beat me. You only have this much time to beat me. That that's what he that's what he banked on. That's what he survived on. And I, I think about that very frequently. My my sermon today that I gave was about Christ's teaching patience. And it was the story of Lazarus raising from the dead and Mary and Martha waiting on Christ to come and do something. And they were worried, they were concerned that uh, Christ didn't get there in time. They were worried and concerned that because of how long it took Christ to get there, there was no possible way that Christ could help them. They they felt pressured. They felt confined and they felt worried because they were on this journey and they only knew one thing. Everybody that challenged Tully Blanchard for the television title only knew one thing. They had 15 minutes. They had 15 minutes to get this job done. They had 15 minutes to make it all right. What? What's that? What's that high school music? Oh. 15. F- 15 seconds. Oh. 15 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah, it' not a high school musical song. Yeah, high school musical three. It's what they're opening. It's the it's the it's the opening scene. Yeah. They have 15 minutes to make. They get it all right. Yeah, get the. And work together. Yeah. yeah, 
But that's all they knew. And when you're living under that kind of pressure, you you make mistakes. So when you have all the time in the world, how much clearer is your mind? Oh, it's I it it, it will eventually get a lot clearer because I have time to like stop. Yeah. When you're when you're when you have a time limit, you're more stressed and you don't really think to take a second and stop and think. Mm-hmm. But when you're given all the time you need, you immediately stop and just kind of think about what you're gonna do. Yes. So you just you just know. Yes. And you have time to ponder. You have times to calculate. You have time to pull it through. And that was what Tully Blanchard had on his side was time. So here's here's why I'm bringing this up. Right now, in our world, in our world, not just town, country, state, in our world, we are dealing with something, and we're kind of caught in the pressure of dealing with it and what I really want to encourage everyone to think about as we're dealing with this disease right now I want everybody to think about this philosophy that Tolly Blanchard had Tolly Blanchard kind of having this philosophy I don't have to beat you I just have to outlast you can you and I beat COVID-19 um me you or I not No. Are you a scientist? No. No. Do you, do you have a degree in pharmaceutical education? Definitely not. No. So you and I, we cannot beat COVID-19. We can outlast it. But we can outlast it as long as we do everything right. Hashtag stay at home. Hashtag stay at home. Hashtag wash your hands. Hashtag social distancing. Yes. Six what? feet. Six feet. All right, can you explain that? Okay. <laughs> she started giggling at six feet, so please explain so it. So on, on Dynamite this past week, Cody started running towards the back so he can do that thing where he gets enough speed and he, like, launches himself into a person and clotheslines them back into the ring. But he started running away, and there wasn't anybody really around them anyway because of the social distancing thing. And the big thing is you have to stay six feet apart. So Cody started running, and you just yelled out, six feet. <laughs> he runs all the way out of the arena. It was it was pretty crazy. Yes. Yeah. But as long as we do what we're supposed to, we don't have to overthink things. We just need to do what we're supposed to do, and we can outlast what's to come. And that, that's why I wanted to share this podcast with you all today. That's why I revived. I, I pulled, I, I said, Wrestler of Faith podcast rise up and, and uh, much in the likeness of Lazarus so that we could have this conversation. Well, there's a lot of people afraid right now. And you know what? It's scary. Uh, it, there's no reason to not to be afraid because it's scary. But what we can't do is overthink, overprocess, and overwork things that we have no control over anyway. And we, we just need to trust the ones who are doing the work. And we need to do all the right things so that we can reach the time limit on this thing yeah. and keep thriving 
as human beings. Get the time limit drawn. Get that time limit draw on this. Does that all kind of make sense? Yes. Yeah. Thank you for recording this with me. That was the Wrestler of Faith podcast for this week. Your name is... Rick Davis. Your name is... Michael Davis. Have a week. <laughs>